Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, are you ready for your blood to boil? Well, I have something to tell you. The Washington Post has run a correction, not for itself, but for News Nation. About a week after News Nation already admitted to a mistake, but really, was it a mistake? Uh, we're going to get into all of this. Anyway, the Washington Post just today. Here's the headline. For cable news, UFO story has ratings payoff and reporting pitfalls. The fledgling cable news na- channel, News Nation, found a viewership niche in the murky claims of alien visitors, but also had to run some corrections. So, the new, uh, Washington Post, which for decades, right, has always been anti-UFO disclosure. They are, of course, well, they are in, the, in Washington, D.C., and uh, that's where the Pentagon happens to be, and they've always been this way, and it continues. Uh, there's apparently an effort by people within the Pentagon, uh, a segment of the Pentagon anyhow, and the military-industrial complex who are trying to basically put the toothpaste back in the tube. Uh, they want this disclosure business to stop. They want it to end, and when you hear this article, you're going to understand what I'm talking about. Anyway, we're going we're gonna to go through this here. It says, and just for one, for every, to be clear here, as we all know, uh, last week there was a, a big hoopla over uh, David Grush and the reporting of someone named Ken Klippenstein from The Intercept. Now, uh, at first, it was being reported by Ross Coltart, the Australian reporter. He was on News Nation talking about how uh, this information was leaked. Uh, information regarding David Grush about his past, about his issues with PTSD, and that there were some police calls to his home in Virginia in uh, Loudoun County, or excuse me, Loudoun County, in 2014 and 2018. It was, and, and initially, uh, Coltart was saying on News Nation in a, when he was talking with Chris Cuomo that, uh, this looked like it was a leak from within the government. And then it, it later turned out that Ken Klippenstein had actually, had actually filed a Freedom of Information Act request to Loudoun County in Virginia to get uh, records of, of David Grush. Uh, so it seemed like, okay, it looks like News Nation made a mistake. But then, then as we learned later on, uh, Christopher Sharp with Liberation Times had discovered that uh, actually the information that uh, Klippenstein had received was actually from uh, was from Loudoun County, Virginia, from the sheriff's department. It was through a Freedom of Information Act request. However, there was no identifiable information in that uh, in those documents, according to the Liberation Times. And then uh, we actually heard from Ken Klippenstein, who said that he was directed to this story by people within the intelligence community and the Department of Defense. And we also need to keep in mind, too, that uh, Grush, a month before this story, this hit piece article came out, had was it, when he was talking to a Dutch uh, news outlet, told them that uh, the Department of Energy is responsible uh, for this cover-up as well. And he also believes that they're guilty of crimes against humanity. And we also then, then we learned, uh, as this story unfolded, that Ken Klippenstein's father actually has done work with the Department of Energy. So it seemed very fishy, all of it, right? So Ken Klippenstein was sicked on to David Grush by people within the intelligence community and by the Department of Defense, according to Ken Klippenstein himself. 
And then, of course, uh, Klippenstein was able to go after those Freedom of Information, a file at Freedom of Information Act request to Loudoun County, and he received documentation. But there, according to Christopher Sharp, there was no identifiable information in there. So I just wanted to set all that up for everyone as we go through this correction that the Washington Post felt necessary to run. A correction not for itself, not for something that appeared in its publication, but for something that appeared on News Nation. And what's funny about the whole thing is that it's wrong. There's there's information in here that's basically half-truths. And that's because the Washington Post doesn't like this whole business of UFO disclosure, and they want to uh, make it look silly again, like they always have in the past. Anyway, let's go through this, and we'll, we'll talk about it. It says, Investigative Reporter... Ross Coltart appeared on the fledgling cable station News Nation last week with what seemed to be a bombshell scoop and a warning. A UFO whistleblower's government personnel file had been leaked to a media outlet, he claimed, for a story that Coltart darkly maintained was intended to scare off other inside sources from sharing their knowledge of the mysterious phenomenon. There should be an investigation, he told host Chris, Chris Cuomo, into what he characterized as the intelligence community's effort to try and discredit a good human being. But when the story about David Grush, star of the recent congressional UFO hearings, appeared the next day in The Intercept, revealing the retired Air Force intelligence officer's 2018 stay in a psychiatric facility and his wife's concern that he was an alcoholic, the sourcing proved to be much less sinister. Rather than a leak of confidential personnel information by nefarious intelligence officials, Intercept reporter Ken Klippenstein wrote that he learned of Grush's mental health crisis and his alleged suicide threats that drew police attention from documents obtained from a Virginia Sheriff's Department through an open records request. News Nation published a correction. Okay, let's just stop right there. That, that's a lie. That is a lie. Clint Kippens, Klippenstein, yeah, he learned of the mental health crisis that Grush had had, but he didn't learn it for, through, through the Freedom of Information Act request. Somebody told him about it in the intelligence community and the Department of Defense, and they told him where to get the, uh, the documentation to back up what they're saying. So he got the documentation, and the only way that Klippenstein knew who was in that documentation was because somebody told him, because somebody from the intelligence community in the D Department of Defense, and maybe even his father. We don't really know. We can't prove that. But somebody somebody told him. He actually admitted to the uh, intelligence community in the Department of Defense. We, we know that, right? So the only and, and there, if there was no identifiable information in it, in those documents, as according to Christopher Sharp, then the only way Klippenstein would have known was because it was leaked. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, right? But it could is that possibly a HIPAA violation? Somebody within so a, a place where you uh, you know a, a former employer, right, leaks information to somebody to a reporter like this, dirt, in an effort to discredit someone like David Grush. I like I asked that question last week. I don't know the answers. Maybe a lawyer that maybe somebody like uh, David Grush might obtain in the future might uh, find out answers to that, might, might know the answer to that. I don't know. Uh, we're going to have to find out. Okay, let's continue with this article. It says, The episode highlighted the perils of covering one of the summer's strangest and hardest to pin down news narratives. Murky new claims that the government knows more than it's letting on about supposed non-human visitors to this planet. 
Colt Hart's exclusive interview with Grush in early June earned high ratings for News Nation. The decorated Afghanistan combat veteran claimed in the broadcast that he had been told during the during his work with the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force that the United States possesses several spacecraft of unknown origin, including the bodies of pilots of an unknown species. Govern, uh, government officials say they have been unable to substantiate his claims. Well, that's because it's being covered up by the secret control group. That's obvious. And obviously... Uh, the other th- the other part about this too is that Grush not only was told by certain people, but he was uh, presented with documentation that had photos and and also documented uh, events where stuff was recovered. So there was other things that he saw that he ha- can't really talk about, according to Grush. And there are also other whistleblowers that have been meeting with people in Congress uh, in secure facilities talking about these things, which we haven't heard. The public hasn't heard from yet. So there's more more to it than what the Washington Post is letting on here. Anyway, continuing here, it says in late July, on a day when other cable news channels focused on Hunter Biden's collapsing plea deal, News Nation carried the House Oversight Committee's hearings on UFOs live and quadrupled its ratings over the same time period a month earlier, according to Deadline. The network followed up with a two-hour special on the topic, We Are Not Alone, the historic UFO hearings. By then, even noted UFO enthusiast and superstar podcaster Joe Rogan was musing on his show that News Nation spent an inordinate amount of time on UFOs. Well, it's... I, I'm Joe Rogan. I mean, Joe Rogan himself will tell you that he doesn't really know what's going on. He he's cover, he's talking to so many people. He's doing so many different stories. It's not just UFOs. Uh, uh, he, he's talking about a lot of different things. And so maybe to Joe Rogan, the most important story of all time might be in, uh, maybe if News Nation was spending an, if he believes that it was an inordinate amount of time on the most important story of all time, then that's that's Joe Rogan's... I don't, I, to me, right, it's the most important story of all time. How could it be an inordinate... How could you, anyone spend an inordinate amount of time uh, of time on UFOs when it's the most important story of all time? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't see how that could be ever said. Who could ever say something so stupid? But anyway, continuing. In comments to a writer for Fortune.com around the same time, News Nation's president, president of news, Michael Korn, defended the coverage. We are a news organization that doesn't dismiss or shy away from any story, he said. Grush's claims are serious and fascinating. Any way you slice it, that's news. Yeah, it's called news. According, let, me let, let me fill the Washington Post in on here on something. It's called news. News. N-E-W-S. News. News. You got to figure out what that means because I, I think you guys forgot it. Because instead, what you're doing here, this is basically a hit piece onto a hit piece in, in, in a sideways fashion. Basically, you're, you're trying to make News Nation look bad for reporting news on UFOs when somebody steps up and, and testifies under oath to, to a congressional committee about uh, c- crash retrieval and reverse engineering programs of extraterrestrial craft, non-human intelligent craft. That, that to you, I know that's not news to you. you. You rather just keep talking about this other nonsense, this political horse dump all the time. You're focused on that. You don't want to go here or maybe somebody in the Pentagon's bending your ear to, to, to put out trash like this. We don't really know because we can't trust you. I don't trust the Washington Post any, at all when it comes to this kind of stuff because how, how could you when you're reading something garbage like this? Who's running the show there? The Secret Control Group? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anyway, <clears throat> launched in 2021, News Nation has attempted to brand itself as a channel for moderate viewers turned off by the partisanship of other networks, though it's still modest ratings have raised questions about whether such an audience still exists for cable news. Many of its most prominent journalists, such as Cuomo, Ashley Banfield, and Dan Abrams, are veterans of better-known networks. News Nation has mostly stuck to traditional cable news fare, including town halls with long-shot presidential candidates, Vivek Ramam, I can always have trouble pronouncing this name, Ramazmi, and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and breaking coverage of the Maui wildfires. Not all of its ratings breakthroughs have come from UFO coverage. In July, for example, an episode of Cuomo's show beat both Fox Business Network, which was running an episode of Cops at the time, and an episode of Forensic Files on HLN and Total Viewership, according to Nielsen Media Research data. Still, UFO coverage has proved a valuable niche for News Nation. Its We Are Not Alone special surpassed LeBron James-produced documentary on CNN. The media monitoring service Service critical mention found that News Nation broadcasts mentioned UFOs more than twice as much as CNN or MSNBC in July, though somewhat less than Fox News did. Okay, yeah, okay. What's wrong with that? Because CNN and MSNBC were just focused on politics and and trials and and arrests and things like that, and and couldn't spend five minutes on one of the most important stories of all time. That, that's that, that's a, that's that's to the detriment of News Nation. And Washington Post has a pro- instead of instead of the Washington Post publishing stories on this like good intelligent articles on this whole UFO business right on the whistleblowers that are stepping forward like David Grush instead of doing that instead of spending a lot of time on that they're actually uh, pointing fingers and accu and, and pointing out how bad it could be if you do that look at how bad it could be if you're a news channel out there look at look at the mistakes you can make this is terrible we we're writing a correction for News Nation even though they already ran their own correction. Anyway, continuing. This just gets hits and clicks, and that's what they've been doing, said John Greenwald, the UFO researcher who has appeared on News Nation as a guest. Okay, John Greenwald. Wow. Wow. I, I, I've, I'm done with that guy. Okay, take your black vault and you know where to put it. Right? You've done nothing for UFO research except you side with skeptics and dumbbells like uh, Stephen Greenstreet. Go, go play with those guys. How, how, I mean, of course, the, of course the Washington Post is going to contact someone like John Greenwald because he's part of the problem. Anyway, UFO stories have also found a home on some of the other properties owned by News Nation's parent company, Nexstar Media Group. The Hill newspaper frequently covers UFO topics on its YouTube channel and hosted an online event about UFOs on Thursday. Reporter George Knapp, one of the most prominent journalists on the UFO beat since the late 1980s, works at a Nexstar-owned station in Las Vegas. The company also owns Knapp's UFO news website, Mystery Wire. Coltart's segment on Cuomo's show launched a wave of anger at The Intercept. Representative Tim Burchett demanded punishment for the imagined leaker, while Representative Anna Paulina Luna tweeted out a call for military officials to be fired over the leaks. A News Nation guest called the story holy domestic terrorism. Okay, let me just stop there for a second. But it really, in a way, though, in a way they were right, right? In a way, these people were right to be upset because it was leaked in a way, wasn't it? I mean, again, how could... How could have uh, we talked about this last week? And here, the Washington Post is, re- is is talking about it again a week later. But but they're totally wrong. The the fact is, Klippenstein himself admitted that it was the in- intelligence community and the Department of Defense that sicked him onto Grush. 
He had no, this guy's an idiot. He doesn't know anything about UFOs. He doesn't believe it. He never studied. He doesn't know what he's talking about when it comes to UFOs. Just like the idiot who wrote this piece here doesn't know what he's talking about when it comes to UFOs. And just like the Washington Post, they're a bunch of clowns when it comes to this subject because they're they're going to be, in the end, right, the Washington Post is going to be totally wrong. Wait do you see when the truth comes out how all of a sudden they're going to be angry that they were lied to all these years because what else are they going to do? Instead of, you know, they should be going back to their roots the way uh, uh, Woodward and Bernstein broke the Watergate scandal, right? How come they're not, they should be doing something like that with this, with this whole UFO stuff. They should be doing that with the whistleblowers. They should be looking into this stuff because it is real. There's a presence here and a lot of people know this. Washington Post doesn't want to know this or maybe they're being told, hey, stay away from this, stay away from this. Who knows? I can't, I can't trust them because I see, I, again, I, the problem I have here is I know that there's something here, of course. A lot of people, millions of people know that there's something here based on their own experiences. But here we have the Washington Post telling us that's all nonsense. So I know that they're lying. I know that they're, they're, they're disingenuous. But the, the, the whole fact of the matter is that in a way... Klippenstein was told it was leaked in a way wasn't it if, the, if there was no identifiable information in the documents that he received from Loudoun County then it was leaked because the only way he would have known that that, that that it was uh that it was David Grush was because somebody told him who it was anyway continuing by comparison News Nation rivals such as Fox News CNN and MSNBC do not appear to have covered the intercept story at all yeah, well, they stayed away from it. They they pretty much stay away from UFOs for the most part. Compared to, there's no question about that. That's that for once. There's a statement here that uh, isn't uh, a half truth or a lie. Uh, after Colt Hart's segment, Klippenstein and other Intercept staffers were bombarded with angry emails about their involvement in a supposed leak campaign. An Intercept spokesman said that assumption was quickly dispelled following the publication of our story. Okay, again, but the problem is the people were angry. People are still angry. I mean, it's not. I, I, Klippenstein is just a useful idiot. I'm not mad at him. I don't. I don't think anybody in the UFO community should be mad. I mean, he was just. That, that's the guy. He's a muckraker, right? Klippenstein's a muckraker. He doesn't really have any much talent. He he just looks at Freedom of Information Act re, uh, documents and then writes trash on people. That's what he does. So he he was directed there. He was like a like a dumb dog that was basically the, so somebody in the Department of Defense and and the intelligence community put a piece of meat by his nose and said, "Go get him! Go get him! You dope! You dumb dog!" That's all. Klippenstein is just a dumb dog working for the IC and and the DOD. That's that's it. So you can't blame him. It's the people who gave him that information again, which might actually be a HIPAA violation. I'm not a lawyer, but maybe somebody should talk to one who might be uh, affected by this. I would. Anyway, continuing here, asked about the Colt Hart reported subsequent correction, a spokesperson for News Nation directed more ire at the intercept, intercept story, saying that the Washington Post question was merely a distraction from a disgusting attempt to discredit a decorated ver veteran who served in the United States Air Force and suffered from PTSD and a larger effort to minimize News Nation's exclusive reporting on an alleged secret military operation, which had led to a congressional hearing on UFOs. Yeah. That's what it is. It is a distracting attempt, uh, distraction. The disgust, the Washington, what the Washington Post. This is a this is another distraction. It's something that this is designed to to discredit this whole thing. And there is an effort ongoing. This is just one little piece of a of some of a bigger thing that's going on right now. Since since uh, since the uh, hearing, and I'm going to get into that in a minute. But anyway, continuing with this piece of junk article, this basically uh, 
hit piece for it. Uh, basically, uh, uh, this article was written as a uh, to to make the hit piece written by Klippenstein look like it was A-OK, like there was nothing nothing really wrong happened here, when really we know that something did something wrong did happen. Like I've pointed out. Okay, continuing. Neither Grush nor Coltart responded for requests for comment. Why should they be? Why, why should they? Why should they? Okay, though Como later conceded that the intercept story didn't come from an intelligence leaker, he called the publication's response to the erroneous News Nation report high and mighty and said its motives for the story were suspicious at best. Yes, exactly. The clash continued days later when News Nation anchor Elizabeth Vargas erroneously reported that Klippenstein had been fired from the intercept based on her misreading of a wry tweet from the writer. Yeah, Klippenstein, the, 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 the muckraker bum that he is, you know, tricked people on Twitter by saying that he just got let go by the intercept, but then he had a, a, an ellipse and then he had a follow-up tweets and it really wasn't. It was just a trick, it was something to trick people. And unfortunately, people at News Nation fell for it. I didn't fall for it. Uh, News Nation made a mistake there. I, I, I do. News Nation, unfortunately, fell for that bait. It's unfortunate. But you know what? Mistakes like this are made all the time in, in, in uh, newspapers. Uh, they are. There's all kinds of mistakes. Uh, you know, I worked at a newspaper one time, uh, multiple times, actually. I worked in uh, Hawaii, Iowa, and in Pennsylvania as a reporter. And I remember one time in Iowa, there was a uh, there was a fire at a, at a local farm. And uh, you know, the... The, somebody call up the police to find out to get it to get the report one of the reporters call up the police and the officer told him that there was uh, 15 sows and pigs that that died in this fire but the reporter misheard it and it was 15,000 as 15,000 pigs not 15 sows and pigs so he wrote this big story in the newspaper the next day that said 15,000 pigs died in this fire when it was really just 15 sows and pigs Mistakes happen all the time. Corrections are made all the time. There are corrections all the time in the Washington Post. All the time. But for some reason, the Washington Post feels compelled to write a, another correction for News Nation, which was already made by News Nation itself. What does that tell you? Anyway, continuing here. She later corrected herself, though she grumped that this reporter has a history of pranks. The Na News Nation, well, yeah, of course, he's not a real reporter. This guy, Klippenstein, he's a muckraker. He just, like, again, he doesn't have really any talent. Anybody could do what he's doing. I mean, you could file Freedom of Information Act, just like John Greenwald. You could file free all the Freedom of Information Act requests you want, and then just write up a story like you're, like you're going to make yourself look like you're smart. You're really not smart. Uh, this new, the News Nation spokesperson called Klippenstein's Twitter joke unprofessional. It completely was. Completely was. In Greenwald's view, Vargas's air seemed to reflect News Nation's over-eagerness to defend Grush and, by extension, its high-profile interview with him. To me, that's just careless, he said. Well, John Greenwald's an idiot, so who cares what he says? He, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that guy's a clown. John Greenwald, he, again, he aligns himself with, with disingenuous Mick West and, and uh, scumbag Stephen Greenstreet. So who cares what Green, John Greenwald says? He can't be trusted. I, I don't trust him as far as you could throw him. And you wouldn't be able to throw him too far. All right. Now, this ain't the, this ain't the end of it. Uh, now, there's some other news that came out yesterday in The Hill. And here's the headline. It says, Bipartisan House Group Pushes for Select Committee Classified Hearings in the UFOs. However, they're having trouble getting this done. Uh, it says here, The Bipartisan Group of Representatives Pushing for Public Information on Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. <clears throat> Actually, it's Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena. Anom anomalous 
anomalous phenomena, UAP, is having difficulty continuing their effort after a blockbuster committee hearing last month. Yeah, they're having difficulty, and I'm going to tell you why they're having difficulty. Because the control group, a.k.a. the segment within the Pentagon and the uh, people within the military-industrial complex that are sitting on this secret, they're doing everything they can behind the scenes to make this go away. That's why, and I'm gonna, we're going to talk about that. It says, The Hill hosted an event Thursday, The Truth is Out There, UFOs and National Security, which was moderated by congressional reporter Michael Schnell and featured three of the four members of Congress who have pushed for UAP transparency. I hear from people more on the subject than more on this subject than anything else. Representative Jared Moskowitz, D. Florida, said, "Not the Trump indictments, not Hunter Biden. They are talking about the UAP hearing, but there, because there's great interest in this government transparency issue, of course there is. It's the biggest story of all time. Why wouldn't there be? More people are interested in this. They they want to get to the bottom of this. They want to hear more. They want to hear from more whistleblowers, and we want to keep the ball rolling." Representative Tim Barchett, R. Tennessee, said the group comprising representatives Matt Gates. Our Florida, Anna Paula Luna, our Florida, Moskowitz and himself will likely not get another opportunity for a hearing unless Speaker Kevin McCarthy designates a select committee on UAP as they have requested. The select committee would give subpoena powers to force leaders in the Department of Defense and others to testify and push past the roadblocks the group has faced so far in seeing classified material and getting timely responses, Burchette said. We're running into a lot of roadblocks there, and that's the problem with the whole thing. It just creates more and more conspiracy theories because our federal government is so arrogant and so bloated, and they'll just run out the clock, Burchette said. I'm guilty of this as well, but Americans want their pizzas in 30 minutes or less, and that's about our dadgum attention span. <laughs> Burchette and Luna have heard back from the speaker since they made the request, they said. The Hill has reached out to McCarthy's office for comment. Okay, let's just stop there for a second. Now, I remember recently I was uh, talking about now, McCarthy's not playing ball here for some reason, okay? He's not, doesn't seem like he wants to set up this select committee like these, like this bipartisan group wants him to. And I was recently talking about uh, uh, Mike Turner from Ohio. The He's the chairman of the House uh, uh, Intelligence Committee, and he's receiving lots of money from uh, the military industrial com- uh, complex in his PACs, big lots, big time money, well, $140,000, $150,000 a year. Over well over a million dollars over a 10-year period. Well, I just, unfortunately, you know, I did talk about this. I did mention how much uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy has received from the military-industrial complex. And uh, and I did point out, for defense, uh, last, for the most recent uh, uh, cycle, uh, 2022 cycle, he received 74,500 bucks from the Defense Department. But he's received it's a lot of money this guy's been receiving over the over the over the years. Let's go back. I'm I'm getting this information off of Open Secrets, just like I got out. You know, last time when I looked at Open Secrets, I didn't go all the way back with uh, Kevin McCarthy. I guess I should have. I, I was I was thinking, well, maybe he's not being bought and paid for. But now I'm starting to think he's Kevin McCarthy's being bought off and paid for by the military industrial complex, and he's going to do whatever they tell him to do because he's receiving lots of money for them. Uh, lots of money, lots of money from the defense contractors over the over the years. So 2022, like I said, he made seventy four thousand plus. In uh, 2020, according to Open Secrets, let's see what he made. Uh, he made seventy five thousand uh, in the in the twenty twenty cycle. In the twenty eighteen cycle, let's see what he made there from the defense. 
He made 119,000. Okay, you see this. You see this. 2016 cycle. How much money did he get? How much money did Kevin McCarthy get from the defense contractors? 98,000 bucks. Uh, let's go back to 20, uh, 2014. Let's look at that one. How much did he get from defense contractors back then? 71,000. So you see where I'm going with this. So how could you trust? You can't trust him. He's probably not going to do it. If he does, I'll be surprised at this point. See, again, there's, there's an effort to put the toothpaste back into the tube. And that's what's going on here. I, I, how could you? He's getting all this money from the military-industrial complex. You, you, you're certain that somebody's bending his ear. Why? If, it, it, why is he holding back on this? It's the biggest story of all time because somebody who's contributed lots of money to his campaign over the decades, obvious over the last decade, right, is probably telling him not to. I mean, again, in this country, in the United States of America, it's very unfortunate, but. Uh, bribery in politics has been legalized and this is what you get and so you really can't get anything done when you have stuff like this going on but here I'll read the rest of the article it says here the hearing last month featured three witnesses who have first-hand knowledge of UAP sightings former intelligence officer whistleblower David Grush claimed the government has recovered non-human biological pilots from down UAP which the Pentagon has denied the Pentagon is lying in the hearing last month, Grush said he couldn't speak on much of his knowledge because it is classified, but the investigating members told The Hill they are being show- slowed by the Pentagon on getting a classified hearing with Grush started. The excuse that the Department of Defense is using is using for us not being able to get a skiff is that skiff is a secret facility where nobody could uh, where they have these meetings with uh, people talking about classified uh, information. The excuse that the Department of Defense is using for us not being able to get a skiff is that Grush doesn't have an active security clearance. So unless he has an active clearance, they're saying he can't divulge that information to us, which, one, I believe is false, Luna said at the Hill event. The Department of Defense is literally literally trying to stonewall us. Yes, they are. That's what they are delivering. It's right out in the open. Why isn't the, isn't it funny the Hill's talking about this? Why isn't the Washington Post talking about this? Instead, the Washington Post is talking about uh, a story that happened in News Nation last week where uh, a correction had to be made. But you don't see them talking about this stuff. This isn't important to the Washington Post. The the people who did the, uh, the, the Watergate uh, uh, story back in the day. Anyway, continuing here, it says... Luna also threatened to use congressional power to lower the salary of specific officials who were getting in the way of the investigation, saying there's a select group of people who have, been, who have become megalomaniacs with information. Yes, there are. Yes, there are. There are people on the inside who are megalomaniacs, and they don't want the world to know the truth. I co- totally believe that. Continuing here, she says, I don't believe that it is fair to the American people to not be able to see information that absolutely has the ability to impact them directly, especially from a national security perspective. Another hearing witness, former Navy pilot Ryan Graves, said he witnessed UAP on a daily basis when flying over the North Atlantic. He described the objects as a dark or a black cube inside a clear sphere. He's now an advocate working to better regulate UAP data tracking and transparency. The objects are a safety hazard for military and civilian pilots, and there is stigma for pilots around reporting, he said at the Hill event. I think anyone that has approached this subject for any amount of time is probably familiar with the pushback that this topic can elicit. But when we're aviators, we have to understand that we have a professional responsibility to the aircraft and to the lives and souls in the back of that aircraft, Graves said. Every pilot I've spoken spoken to always said 
that has been the, their number one concern when they care to share this information. They're not UFO hunters. They're not necessarily interested in this topic, but they have that responsibility and they're frustrated that they don't have an outlet to be able to safely communicate this information in a way that not only gets it out and is safe, but also something is actually done about it so that we don't have the issue constantly popping up. Okay, I'm not going to read the rest of it, but I'll leave the link so you can check it out for yourself. But as you can see how this is going, there's an effort right now by people in the government to make this all go away, uh, the, the, the crush the dreams of disclosure for the people that are waiting for a long time for it to finally happen. Obvi it's obvious. It's obvious. They're not even letting, they're not, the, the, the people in the Pentagon don't even want to give Grush the uh, clearance so he could talk to the uh, Congress. Like, how ridiculous is this? Think about what's going on here. We, the people we elect, right? We elect, and they put these other people in charge, or they put these people in charge of different, uh, of the military, and they're, and they're not, they, they're, they can't get the information. The people want to know what's going on here. And here, what does the Washington Post do? They stick up for them. They stick up for all these people because they're all—they're part of the problem too. They're part of the establishment. It's actually funny that the Hill is running anything at all. I mean, the other day they had—I believe it was the Hill—that ran a picture of David Grush to make it. It was a really—it wasn't a flattering picture at all. It looked like it was deliberately—it uh, uh, was a picture that was made him look silly and stupid and crazy. Like, like they must have went through a, a video of him until they got the right angle, right? And then they use that picture. I'm sure somebody could easily do that with, with what I'm doing because I'm sitting here screaming my head off all the time. So I'm sure that there's time. Like if you were to go through the uh, images of me, you'd probably be able to find a picture where I look like a nut and then use that, hey, look at UFO, UFO enthusiast, uh, uh, total crackpot or something like that. Have a, Something like that, you know. That's how they work in the newspapers, though. And they, that, that is something that does happen. But anyway, yeah, you see how things are going. It's not good what's going on, but we got to keep with it. And we got to keep on these Congress people to keep pushing forward. Uh, and, and, and you know, I don't want to see these this bipartisan effort go to the wayside here because uh, they're getting, uh, they're, they're, they're ending up with, go, go, uh, heading into dead ends because of uh, the pressure, the, the resistance coming from the Pentagon and the military industrial complex slash secret control group. Right, we gotta get we gotta get to the end of this already. It's it's time. It's time. Yeah, too bad the Washington Post though. I mean, that's really upsetting, isn't it? Too bad they're not doing their job here. Can you imagine if they would just, you know, put in the work, put out, put in the right reporters to get to the bottom of this? Because there's certainly a story there. There's certainly a cover up. Uh, if they were to use their resources to get to the bottom of it, well, we might not be sitting here debating and arguing about this still. Uh, the Washington Post did do great work in the past. Obviously, they forgot how to do that great work. It's complete nonsense anymore. I mean, they just want to—they're a part of the establishment. They want to do what's what's right for the people that, uh, like in the Pentagon, who don't want this secret out and and the secret control group. I know they don't believe in that stuff, but if they studied this, if they if they actually educated themselves on this, they would understand that there is a cover up and that there is an extraterrestrial slash non-human intelligence presence on this planet it's really upsetting that one of the biggest newspapers in the world uh just has decided to, to take this stance anyway thank you for joining me until next time